This week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast is brought to you by Distilled Experiences. You can find your exclusive Kentucky bourbon trail experience at distilledexperiences.com. And if you decide to do a public tour, you can use the code MyBourbonPodcast for 15% off all of those public tours. One more time, distilledexperiences.com, and then you can use the code MyBourbonPodcast for 15% off all public tours. everybody to another episode of this is my bourbon podcast i am perry the host and the guy who's sitting across the table from me is not the host that's chad who is the host of it's bourbon night chad the guest i really nailed that intro nailed it Na- absolutely 100 nailed that yeah chad how are you i'm great good uh you want to drink some bourbon yeah while we <laughs> i mean you, you got some out so i got a few i feel I like it would out. Yeah. be rude if we didn't um so we start every episode with a segment called Flying Blind. And um, this is me flying blind myself, too, because I have this unmarked sample bottle, and I cannot tell you for the life of me what's in there. So Chad and I are going to play Sherlock a little bit and see if we can deduce what I mean, this, what we could have guesses, be. but I don't guess we'll ever really know if we're right. No. But, I mean, maybe we'll just encourage people to... You know, right on their sample box. Oh, I wish it would. <laughs> Brian and Tammy are really good at that. They are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so is uh, I mean, not even just what's in the bottle, but like who sent it, which is awesome. Oh, really? So, sometimes that is nice of them. Yeah. Well, they uh, also sent me some samples along with Joseph Brazo, mm-hmm. and we are going to be tasting those a little bit later on. But I, I don't. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> just by smelling it. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. All right. Does smell familiar. It does. I Can you put like a wanted poster or like a milk carton type of thing out there so people <laughs> can be like, "Oh, I I recognize that bottle." But it's just It's a 2 ounce sample bottle. It that is. helps anybody. <laughs> it's a black top. <laughs> It's clear. It is. You can actually see the bourbon inside, if it is bourbon. Well, I was talking about the bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, I know, I know but <laughs> never mind. Oh, I get you. Yeah. But you were holding up your glass. I know, because I was also looking at it while very I was conf- talking to you. Very confused. I was I was multitasking. I'll say this. It smells L.E. It smells... You think? Yeah. I think it has that great quality, or maybe bordering. It might not be limited, but it... it Smells limitish. Yes, it smells something <laughs> of quality. Oh, but it doesn't so much have the taste. No, mm. I like the nose better. Is this a grape? Grape and bananas. Is this a brown foreman? I ask you like you're going to know the answer to the question. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I don't have the envelope with the winner in it. No, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have any idea. But it does kind of go a little brown foreman-y. It does. Could be. It, it's not, like, that's the one distillery that I feel like we could definitely yeah. know with some certainty. Yeah. If it was a little, mo- a little bit more like 
blatantly, we could be like, yep, it's definitely Brown Foreman. <laughs> it's either Old Forrester or it's Woodford or it's Jack Daniels. I just don't know, man. Have you ever tasted their um, their mash? Like just straight out of the... Mm. I have not, actually. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's just so like, I get it. Yeah. Because the mash... It's just like sweet and even the bread. and even the, the tour guides like you know yeah you get that banana on there and I'm like yeah it smacks me in the face. Yeah, see second sip I'm really picking up the banana. There's your pipes are <laughs> calling. That's a road, Danny boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know <laughs> he's dancing around, but. I feel like we're in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of kind of dry and kind of dark cherry. I know I've had this before. Now that That's the pipes. That Colin. was the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to turn that off before recording, but sound, oh well. Sound effects with Perry and Chad. Yeah, that's right. Sound effect 389. <laughs> the pipes. Um No, it's it's not bad but it does kind of I, I i think it kind of leans maybe just a hair younger mm-hmm. i think but <laughs> the more time i'm spending with it the more i'm like thank you next <laughs> well lucky for you we've got plenty to thank all you right next. good 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 so all right so what is it i just i i legitimately don't know <laughs> i know i i'm I'm perplexed and sad. Well, <laughs> sorry, we just kind of my general state. Yeah, but. sorry we couldn't figure it out, listeners. No, but th- th- let this be a lesson. Mark your sample bottles. <laughs> oh man, I mean, <laughs> preaching to the choir here. I've one. I have samples that I feel like have been in my possession too long, and two, there there are ones that are labeled as to what they are, but not to who sent them. Right, and that makes me feel like. Super bad. Super bad. Worse. Yeah, just just like so <laughs> bad. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually gonna start working on that. <laughs> going going through some of these wonderful wonderful samples and um. Yeah, I'm actually gonna be on, uh, Whiskey Crusaders live show. Um, oh, are you? Yeah, I think it's live. <laughs> I'm gonna be on their show. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Uh, Monday. So that might be live. So by the or time that that is definitely a live stream. Okay. I've I've done their live before. Okay, yeah. I was thinking um, it was their live, but then I was like, every time I'm being recorded, I get <laughs> unsure of what I'm saying. And uh, I think we're gonna be doing non non Kentucky things. Interesting. So, so I have, thanks to awesome people, samples of a lot of non Kentucky things. So I'll be I'll be drinking those. Well, by the time this episode comes out, uh, it will be two days removed. Well, go watch the replay. That. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go check it out, Chad. What, what have you been drinking? Stop that ah. comment. Ah. You've come predictable. He's, You've become predictable. Look at him. He is the captain now. He is the host now. <laughs> no, look at me. Look at me. I am I am the host now. I am Perry now. I am Perry. Anyway, what have you been drinking recently, Chad? Well, speaking of things that are now out, um, we have a 107-proof flight fight that is out now. So we've, we've been drinking um, four 107 proofs. So we did the Weller Antique... Uh, the new Baker's Single Barrel, um, Pure Kentucky XO, and uh, 
older Van Winkle tenure. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's what I've been drinking. Yeah. I have not had a chance to watch that just yet. Sorry. More sound effects. Um, well, not to pull back the curtain too much, but at the time of this recording, it's been out for a total of two hours. So okay. I, I don't... I harbor no heart... I harbor no ill... F- I don't feel bad about it. Ibbity, 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 ibbity. Thanks, Porky Pig. Yeah. Jeez. Actually, did that in the episode. Did no, you? When I was trying to reveal what one of Sarah's uh, picks you know, was, and I was like, your bourbon whatever is old... Wi- old... Wi- Oh, it's Weller Antique. <laughs> it's like, it's not even old anymore. I think that well what, what had happened was she had put the dots on the bottom and yeah. she had just written OWA. Oh, so like okay. it's old, it's old, it's, it's Weller Antique. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I, what we just poured is actually something I've been drinking recently. I had a tour group the other day that was going to... Buffalo Trace to do another Eagle Rare pick. Lucky and that is tour actually, group. It is actually the uh, Annapolis Whiskey Society. Oh. Um, great group of guys. And they left me with this bottle Sweet. from their last Eagle Rare pick. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to see what you think about it. you this. like your ride, tip your guide with whiskey. With whiskey. <laughs> or, or dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> or dollar bills. They'll spend, too. Those can buy whiskey. Yeah. I, I like the dollar bills. But, you know. Distillexperiences.com. <laughs> okay. It's got a um, pretty perfumey nose on it. Yeah. I was trying to lock down exactly what I was getting from it. Sort of like honeysuckle, maybe? Yeah. Gardenia. 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 Yeah. Uh, neither of us have had much sleep recently. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, I, I don't dislike the nose by any means i think it's i think it's quite good oh by the way yes so this group of guys i uh, they were all like naturally bourbon fans you know uh, and i and i would think so they yeah one of them uh his name was eric i uh, he met you and sarah at the bourbon affair gala oh. a couple of years ago okay and um he was looking at me going why do I know you? <laughs> and he goes, you were just on their live stream and you were refereeing them. And then casually later on, somebody gave me crap for wearing that referee jersey. Wow. Just in a passing comment. I was like, really, man? Dang. Really? <laughs> How about that? And he was a local boy, too. Huh. Yeah. Well, I, so, thought, I thought you wore that referee shirt. I thought I did, too. Yeah. But apparently it's a point of contention in jest. Oh man. Against me. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> hmm. A really interesting nose. Yeah. The palate goes baking spice, though. It does. It also goes kind of quick. Yeah. So I wanna ask about this. Here on their um single barrel sticker. Um, they have damn the torpedoes. Is that the right expression? I always thought it was man the torpedoes. Have I just been hearing that wrong, misremembering it? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> it is a group of, well, some of them are, um, are either ex-military or... Well, they would know. Military. Yeah. So, damn, hey, damn get... the torpedoes, foolproof ahead, which is really cool. But I always thought it was like, man the torpedoes, but man, I don't know. I think it must be man the torpedoes. It's got to be a play on... 
on the phrase. Damn you, torpedoes. <laughs> How dare you. Damn you. Sons of guns. Oh, I've been just blowing up stuff all the time. <laughs> Left and right. Can't leave you alone. Gabe, shoot me a message. Or maybe I'll just text you later. I don't know. They're coming back in May to do another Shoot day. him a damn message. <laughs> Man. Man the messages. Man. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of what I've been drinking recently, um, along with, of course, just the standards. Mm-hmm. I've been just going ham on some Turkey 101 recently. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's been my, been my sweetness. So <laughs> I don't know what that sentence means. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're sweet on it. Yeah. No, that, I, like, I like this pick. I do too. Yeah. Uh, should we talk some news? Let's do it. How about this first one? Uh, Lux Row is relaunching the Davies County Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's awesome. It is. Uh, they're reviving it with three different labels. Uh, one is a 96 proof, uh, and I believe that this is the rye bourbon. Um, oh, actually, they're all three 96 proof. Apologies. Um, so there's the, uh, the Davies County Kentucky Straight Bourbon, uh, the Cabernet finished one, and there's also one in a French Oak finish. Hmm. So it's, it's interesting. That's kind of hitting on things that, um, well, one of them really, the, the French Oak, that's not very common anymore. I mean, there, there was that, uh, that French Oak uh, old charter, yeah, that Buffalo Trace did. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to read and think, talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, he's also chewing gum and he's almost falling out of his chair because of it. I'm patting my head and rubbing my belly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's a dog in the room. No, um, so it, it's it's interesting in this day and age where we see, you know, like these new distilleries popping up or new brands. That was new or, distilleries, not nudist distilleries. Did I say which, nudist? No, but I heard oh. it that way. Oh, fair enough. There's these nudist distilleries, <laughs> and the APA is all over them. <laughs> They're all wearing the little beard. Oh, jeez. Just in different places. Yeah, oh, exactly. boy. There's a visual. Woo. Uh, no, but with, with these you know, new craft distilleries popping up, mm-hmm. or you know, like we talked about last week with all the celebrity whiskey. Mm-hmm. Releases that are now becoming so popular, <laughs> it's insane. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. We, Swan and I got at it, but I, I think it's kind of interesting to see old labels getting revived again. I mean, much like King of Kentucky, Cream of Kentucky, um, JB Saffle, um, WB Saffle, WB Saffle. Thank you. Um, don't want you to get angry tweets. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't <laughs> at me. Old Rippy. Yeah, Old Rippy and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the one nobody cares about. <laughs> what is that one? <laughs> People screaming into their phones. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I got up, I could go see it because I have a bottle, but I don't want to get up. Bond and Lillard. Bond and Lillard, yep. <laughs> I just had to look at my bourbon cabinet in my head. Bond and Lillard. And go, go. What, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is this a, a, a pickup for you? Any of these three bottles, do you think? Depends on the price, but... Um, price has not been released if yet. If it's reasonable. So. Yeah, sure. Now, does it say, is this their own distillate? Is this their stuff? Um, I probably wouldn't say. Have not unless seen they're trying either. to like herald that fact. Like, hey, and, and this is our stuff, too. Yeah, I've not, I've not seen anywhere that... Um, I would say no. Not, yeah. not yet. Uh, 
they're they're calling it an ultra premium family. So I guess it's going to be kind of in the the higher range. Uh, one fact I, I failed to look at was that uh, it's a mixed mash bill of mm. weeded and rye bourbons. So, oh, okay. So it's a four grain? Or one's a wheat, one's a rye? One's, one's a wheat, one's rye, and then they blend them. Oh, I see. So it's not technically a four grain, but... But it has four grains represented yeah. in the bottle. Yes. Yeah. So it's a four grain blend. Four grain blend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. different. Interesting. Interesting. Um of course there's gonna be the I, I imagine that they're playing on the well, we're gonna make a flavorful smooth bourbon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I imagine do, do they have to talk like that? They do. They're old prospectors. We're good. <laughs> Bye. To make a smooth taste in bourbon. There's bourbon in them there barrels. <laughs> now, Luxro is a great company. They are uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> if you remember the actor Slim Pickens, <laughs> had that. Uh, what in hard? I can't do it. I can't do it. But Slim Pickens. Anyway, do you want to? Have you tried their distillery only? Uh, I think it's a twelve year. Oh no, I've not. Do you want to? I would love to. Sure. Hold on. One All second. right. Chad's coming back here in a second. Okay, Chad's back. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, this is the Luxro, what Hello. is it, 12-year cast strength? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a double barrel, aged 12 years. Um, 118.4 proof cast strength. Yes, this is a distillery only, and it's uh, signed. Well. It's got a little signature on it. Who is the master distiller there? John... <laughs> E- Gerald, Jimmy, Jim Bob, E. <laughs> I think what it is. So, so he go. was he was raised by wolves. Yes, <laughs> but he still kept his human name. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, there is also uh, speaking of pricing, a bit of news about the newest Kentucky Owl release. Still that cork. Holy moly! Yeah. That is a that's a cork. That's a cork by a god. Yep. Uh, anyway, the the new Kentucky Owl release, mm-hmm. which will be called Dry State. Oh, that's really that's good. I like that. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. So you've not heard anything about this? No, I tend not to try to learn things. <laughs> it's part of your charm, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> that way, I can act surprised <laughs> when people tell me. <laughs> Sorry, I did the Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. <laughs> face, but um, it's going to be in a very limited quantity, about 2,000 bottles total. Okay. It's got this real nice here. Let me pull up the, the picture of it. Uh, so this is like in the vein of confiscated? In a way, okay, but much more limited. Yeah, but it's not like it's just the bourbon batch... 10 or the right. rye batch four this is it's its own thing it's a new label yeah in the vein of like yeah how complicated it was um here we go <clears throat> check this out so it's got a nice big old box with it oh no this too. is gonna be expensive <laughs> uh, do you have a guess well so two thousand bottles yes bottles um is it barrel proof i don't know for sure okay it's in a box. A nice looking box. This kind of reminds me of the, the Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. um, 
box. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go high and say like 1500 You went too high. Okay. It's going to be about $1,000. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. 1000 bucks. So, I, first off, let me say, I think the bottle is beautiful. It looks yeah. very old school, like pre-prohibition style, I feel like. Yeah. Um, it will look great on anyone's display <laughs> and then it will not be touched yeah. no, <laughs> by, don't, don't hope in that um i fully support dixon deadman and everything he does but there are people who are of a higher power than him that determine what the price of things is going to be and right yeah. that is a lot of money for one box of bourbon <laughs> box of bourbon box of bourbon to be to be fair buffalo trace did the same thing with double eagle very rare yeah so they did i can't I can't say that it's just a Kentucky Owl thing. Now, does it have like, does it carry an age statement? Because with, you know, Double Eagle Very Rare, you know, 20 year. So it is, I should have, I should have done this before. Uh, it is in celebration of 100 years of Kentucky Owl, 1920 to 2020. Calls it an extremely rare blend. Okay. Uh, it is 115 proof. Okay. So, not quite barrel-proof. I assume that it was... I mean, yeah, uh, since it's on the money at 115, yeah. I doubt that's yeah. barrel-proof. I'm not seeing an age statement anywhere. Might be barrel entry? Well, but there's probably a lot of there's different of barrels, so yeah. that wouldn't be it. Yeah. So, information's a little scarce, mm. but it's still... A thousand bucks a bottle is a lot. And you'll be reviewing it, and we'll wait and for that. We'll- my life savings will be <laughs> flushed into that. Now, I, I I would like to try it, of course. Of course. Maybe we will at Whiskey Weekend. I was to say, we did get to try Confiscated and Batch 9 last year mm-hmm. uh, before they hit the market. So there's a good possibility of that sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. happening. Uh, speaking of other releases, Evan Williams has released their annual limited edition Kentucky Derby Festival bourbon bottle mm-hmm. uh it's got a green wax green wax on it, on it this time that should only be reserved for rise <laughs> don't they know the rule yeah they're breaking them Ugh. uh 74.99 a bottle and 113 proof hmm. and it was uh barreled uh in 2012 so okay yeah eight ish eight ish Maybe maybe closer to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I both had last year's, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. You had it with me. Mm-hmm. I brought it over. I think. Strange way. I'm really good about the phrasing today. <laughs> you really, are a master of your craft. Really nailing it. I also haven't had any of this here just yet, so I need to try that. Um, yeah, it's a little different. Hmm. Woo! Yeah. Well, you can really taste the second barrel. Yeah. It reminds me of like old Woodford Reserve Double Oaks. Yes, but better. But yes, I I totally, <laughs> I totally get that. Um, like that savory barbecue type of thing, but mm-hmm. like next level. How um, much is this a bottle? Um, I want to say it was around 
a hundred dollars, yeah. give or take. I I can't exactly remember, but it was around that hundred dollar bill. Um, distillery only comes sure. in a bag and nice. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> here's my bag. Here's the bag. I I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that is it's, tasty. And it's also got this like, uh, maybe even a uh, foreshadowing of what's to come. Almost like a a cherry or apple like stave you know yeah. applewood stave absolutely type of um type of feeling or taste or sound <laughs> or feeling <laughs> or what's all the smell <laughs> I, you really lost me there for a hot second but i just started going through all the senses okay. and i was like let's just name them all <laughs> um what are we talking about the evan williams bourbon yes um I, I get excited for these because it's kind of a unique release. Uh, do you think this is something that you'll pick up? Or what are your general feelings towards I think if I see it, these? I got last year's. Um, I think it's a mm-hmm. really, really pretty bottle. Um, and, you know, we are Evan Williams fans in this household. So um, I think it would, it would be money well spent. So um, if I come across it, yeah, probably. I don't, I, know, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to get, go get a bottle, but yeah. I did break out the uh, 2019 the other day, and it's it's quite good, man. Yeah, I, I think they did a really solid job with that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do with the uh, or what they have done with the 2020. Actually, mm-hmm. so we'll the see, show we'll see what that is. Couple of uh, awards. I was not expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy <laughs> just to be nominated, but. What what am I getting, Perry? Well, um, you kind of are getting this because he looks just like you, uh, Brent Elliott. Brent Elliott got was, okay. He was named the Master Distiller of the Year. Oh, good job, Brent. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. I you know having said that, um, I'm him in Tim years. Yeah. Tim Tim years. Tim years. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you know, funny little aside. We yes. get back to Brent. Um, that's actually how one of my aliases, Tim Bourbons came about because i was having a bourbon night with one of my buddies you've probably heard this before yeah my buddy seaton is one of the one of the first friends i ever did bourbon nights with before you know the channel was ever even a thought and we were doing 10 or maybe more and we're like how many have we gone through and i said uh tim bourbons but i meant to say (laughs) 10 bourbons and then that's how that that's how that was born so tim bourbons my alias of tim bourbons so everybody go on next week's live of uh, it's bourbon <laughs> yeah. night and go hello sarah hello tim bourbons hello tim bourbons <laughs> hello i'm tim bourbon bill brasky and tim bourbon hello <laughs> anyway i having you know named small batch select my best bourbon of 2019 right and really liking the ellie from last year as well seeing all of the awesome innovation and everything that's going on at four roses right now i think it's well deserved yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's... What do you think out... about this year's LE? Huh? The 2019? Yeah. Uh, oh, when you said last year, you meant 2019. Yeah. Sorry. We're in 2020. I know. I forget sometimes. <laughs> I forget. I forget. You're still writing 2019 on all your checks. Uh, who writes checks? <laughs> you do. I just said that. <laughs> okay. I guess. <laughs> Surprise, Chad. You get all an right. award and you get a check. I got to write a check for this award that I'm getting. <laughs> Apparently, I got to buy the statue. Everybody knows that Grammys don't go for free. That's true. You pay for that studio time. Yep. And that little gold 
Actually, something like avatar, advertising awards, like locally, if you win, you have to buy the statue if you want to get the statue. So, Like the Addies? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you got to buy it. You gotta, they're not giving that out for free. <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta pay to enter, and then if you win, if you, you want to take that home, oh, yeah, who's going to pay for that, Them? I don't think so. Whatever. <laughs> Is there anybody that you can think of that might be more deserving of this? Not currently, because Brent, you know, has been there for enough time to where he's actually making a difference. Because that's the thing, like, you know, you can't say Connell Driscoll, right? Because he's he just got there. So, like, everything that's coming out, he had nothing to do with, and he won't for several years. Yeah. With Brent, um, what was it, like 2016, he came around? twenty. I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's been longer than that. Maybe 2015. Uh, but I don't think any any more than that. Uh, so even that, say it's been five years, even that's a short amount of time as far as like a master distiller is uh, considered to to make a difference. But you know we can give him credit for the small batch select and um, of course the Elliot select that was with his first year when he was on board. Um, so yeah, I think he's very deserving. Um, Yeah, I'd probably give it to him. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much, but as I bring up this news to you on the spot, yeah, <laughs> like you know, obviously, like Fred No has been there forever. Um, you know, Jimmy and Eddie have been at Wild Turkey forever, but Harlan, you know, Harlan, yeah. yeah. But then you got to think about you know the releases from past several years and, and what would be deserving. And I don't know. I think Brent's a good choice. Yeah, I think they they. Definitely hit the nail on the head with this one. And again, I'm excited to see what is going to come mm-hmm. in the next few years from from him too. Yep. Because he's uh I, I think he's just as excited about the brand and you know, where he can kind of take it mm-hmm. as, you know, any of the consumers are. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, for so sure. It, he's, it, he's he's a big in a good way, a big nerd, you yeah. know. He Yeah. He absolutely. loves his his uh it's Bunsen beakers. Point of point Bunsen of clarif- burners. <laughs> Bunsen beakers. <laughs> Tim Bourbons and the Bunsen Tim Bourbons. beakers. Yep, yep. Uh, point of clarity. He began at Four Roses in 2005, and he was named the master distiller in 2015. 2015. Okay. So. Yep. So I was right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I was right. Well, I said 2016, 2015. Yeah. No, Around I'm just, there. I'm just messing. With you. <laughs> uh, another award. Yes. Best bourbon night host. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's obviously Sarah. You beat, you beat no, you beat Sarah. Congratulations. Hey, all right. Um, don't beat Sarah. <laughs> no, let's, let's not say that sentence. Buffalo Trace was named the American Distillery of the Year by Whiskey Magazine. Mm. Don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Um, I, I mean, there wh- were two products that I really, really liked last year from Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. And that was the E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. Not and, my favorite, but yeah, it was good. And the and Stag Junior Batch 12. 12. Well, I, I loved 13. I haven't cracked too. up with 13 yet. And I guess I'd lump in Leon LaRue Weller there, too. Always solid, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, it was very good. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I, going back to a conversation we had a few weeks ago, 2019 was kind of a dud year for for Buffalo Trace, I felt like. 
Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm kind of seeing the same thing with um, garnering results for the upcoming Bourbon Night Awards. Um, you know, we use Patreon to get the top five because you can only post five options on YouTube. And then, um, you know, so we get our top five and then we put it on YouTube. And typically we see different results as to what was the number one choice on Patreon as to what was the number one choice on um, YouTube. And right now for Distillery of the Year, which is a new category this year for us, Buffalo Trace appears to be in the lead. And I would imagine Interesting. by the time we film it, it'll still be Buffalo Trace. But it was not that on Patreon. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Peculiar. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, general, more of a general, it's a larger sample size yeah. with YouTube. And, yeah. and, I, and I do kind of think if you are, you know, because how often do you really put a lot of thought into a poll that you're not involved with? You know, probably just like, oh, yeah, this. <laughs> um, so I kind of think Buffalo Trace is the obligatory go-to answer. Sure. It's like, oh, they're extremely popular. They put out a lot of stuff that I like. Buffalo Trace. And I mean, they were kind of the one that everybody turned to when they were talking about what's <clears throat> what's increasing the size of the bourbon bubble in the boom, you know? Yeah. Because of the way that Weller's flying off the shelf, or was flying off the shelf rather at the time, and um, then subsequently even all the way down to ancient age. Mm-hmm. So, I, and and that still blows me away that ancient age became allocated for any period of time. That's when you know things have gotten a little ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm not hating on H and H. I think the ninety proof is pretty solid for a thirty six month old bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. But that wasn't why people were buying it. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time and and I mean I kinda know the answer to this, but why are people not buying up Benchmark? That's a... I think we all know the answer to that. We all do. You know, it, it, it could be just as easily sought after as everything else. Yeah, yeah. But it's sitting on the shelves, like Jim Beam White Label. As it should. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I think, you know, a lot of people might not even know that it is Buffalo Trace. Uh, but the fact that they know that Ancient Age is Buffalo Trace... You know, I don't know. Uh, by the way, also, we're moving into our, our uh, listener samples as well. And uh, this first one comes from Brian and Tammy Brennicky, and it's the Pursuit series. What was the, the number on that? 10? 11? 10? Yeah. From the Finger Lakes Distillery. Finger Lakes. Where's the Finger Lakes, Chad? Is that up in... Oh, they're up and around them there parts. Yeah. That's why Are I they like. around Michigan? Is that Finger Lakes? Sure. I'm going to say yes. Yes sounds right. Say yes. I guess. Please say yes. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know the proof on this, so I'll, I'll look that up real quick. But the the rest of this episode is just kind of going to be us chatting about these. these uh, Central New York, sorry. Oh. Central New York. Just Finger a bit left. off. Just a bit off. Just a little bit off. Yeah. I was north. This wasn't <laughs> east enough. <laughs> Uh, one last bit of news before we get to enjoying some pours together. Just kind of a one-note thing. Jim Beam has filled their 16th million barrel since Prohibition. About time. So Yeah, right? Slackers. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing all this time? Jeez. I mean, goodness gracious. But, yeah, pretty 
pretty awesome to see the these popular distilleries <laughs> remaining popular, I guess. But um, yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Jim Beam. How about this uh, Bourbon Pursuit episode 10 thing? Pursuit series. I like the nose a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's got a real interesting... Um sort of fruity sort of baking spice type of nose. Uh do we have proof on this? I am pulling up some information. Oh, that's right what you're now. looking at. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just yeah. I decided I'd get on Facebook while you were talking. <laughs> Got bored. <laughs> oh. I kind of like that. Yeah. It's interesting. Their first couple ones were Dickle, dickle sourced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not dickle. <laughs> nope. Uh it's 104.7 proof. It's a weeded mash bill. Mm. This this is really quite good. Yeah, it is. Finger Lakes Distillery. I've not had anything from them before. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I guess the only New York bourbon I've had really is Hudson. Hudson. And we can't count uh Widow Jane. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's Kentucky. It's Kentucky sourced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. We see you. <laughs> we see you, Widow, see Jane. You, Widow Jane. Second sip, there was a note on the front end that I can't quite Exactly pinpoint. Exactly. It's like it's familiar, but it has a leather quality to it. Uh, but not a leather flavor. No. <laughs> but but I mean, talking about the mouthfeel, it is pretty oily. It really is. Mm-hmm. For a weeder, it's got this nice spice about it. Mm-hmm. It hangs around for a long I think the finish is quite delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like molasses. It's like a molasses. Type it is. Of it is sugar. Molasses or sorghum type of flavor. I feel like. I think I would lean a little bit more sorghum. Mm-hmm. But. I, it's pretty good. It's the it's the best pursuit series pursuit series I've had. Um, and that being said, I've only really had. You know three or four of them now mm-hmm. but i feel like they, they they did really good stuff with the dickel stuff um especially when you compare like the dickel bib mm-hmm. that was super divisive which i did not enjoy in the least have you revisited it since yes okay same feelings still? same feelings i don't mind it that much <sighs> man Mm-mm. i mean it's not it's not my favorite by any means but it I did, I, legitimately, I, I waited a good two months. I probably did it about two weeks ago on, on wow. Patreon. Okay, and revisited it. And people say uh, Flintstone vitamins. That's like the number one thing that people say about that. Dickel. That's what that's what Grease was saying. Yeah, for sure. Flintstone but... vitamins. I don't. I don't exactly get that flavor, but it's a flavor that I don't like. But I feel like <laughs> yeah. uh, Pursuit Series did some magic. With the Dickel stuff that that they picked, I liked uh, <clears throat> Pursuit Series One better than I did Two. I remember that much. I'll have to go back and revisit it. Yeah, I, I, can't, I still have. I can't remember. I still have, yeah. <laughs> I still have uh, samples of them 
I believe. So I have to go back and oh, check this out for sure. Good stuff. You want to bring it back to Kentucky? Always. With a Four Roses OBSV 107 proof 10 year, two months. Mm-hmm. Also from Brian and Tammy. Yes. And now for something completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's Four Roses nose. <laughs> yeah. It is OBSV, so it's mm-hmm. right up the uh, right up the familiar pipeline. Yeah. That's <laughs> where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, dark cocoa ending to it, or at least was, coming off of that Finger Lakes. I was getting <clears throat> like carrot cake up front. Hmm. Definitely that uh, that frosting that they use on carrot cake. What Cream cheese. Frost? Cream cheese. Thank you. Not so much on the nose. I think the nose is a little bit light, but the palate really does knock your socks off a little bit. No, that's good. I'm full on picking up carrot cake on this. I can see that. Ooh, what's the proof on this? 107. 107. Wait, yeah. Right? Yeah. Every, every bit of 107. Mm hmm. Because I just did a flight flight of 107s. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> this is a very good OBSV pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of spices in it. Yeah. Oh, what is that finish? There's something really herbal on the finish. And uh-huh. I can't figure, it's, it's kind of like Earl Grey tea. Yeah. Almost. It's kind of sweet, like, like a, is it a peach? It, it's, it's yeah. Got, yeah, 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 exactly. It's got some type of, yeah. 100% that's what mm, that is. Yeah. Nice little, nice little peach finish. That's good. It's so different. It's refreshing, mm-hmm, even. Mm-hmm. If I may be so bold. <laughs> mm. Tasty, tasty. Too out of the park right right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. From uh from Brian and Tammy. Mm-hmm. That's good. That is good. So I thought for some reason that Joseph Brazo had sent me one cast strength and one not. Uh-huh. What he in fact did was sent me one cast strength regular Woodenville and one cast strength Applewood stave mm, finished. Nice. Woodenville's. Nice, nice. I'd like to do these side by side. Sure. If yeah. you would be so mm-hmm. inclined. So bold. If you would be so bold, Chad Perkins. <laughs> it's a weird voices day on the weird voices on the podcast. Day. Yeah. yeah. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. As we're doing these last couple ones, why don't we go ahead and uh move into tips and bits? Okay. Cause we can we can talk and drink bourbon at the same time right do you want to go left not finished right finished sure okay so i know this is a bit of a bit of a quicker episode this week but chad and i both have stuff on and we gotta we gotta get a move on (laughs) so yeah we're gonna go ahead and do some uh some tips and bits chad Mm -hmm. what tips and or bits do you have well, um, I feel like a lot of people are, are clued onto this from what it what it uh, appears, but um, 
Sarah and I finished Lock and Key yes. on Netflix and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, one of my friends read the graphic novels and actually left them with me. So I was kind of oh, nice. I was kind of checking those out, and the show is definitely milder. Um, Interesting. I would say the show is like around a PG thirteen. Okay. The graphic novels are more like an R, but if you're one of those people who's more into like the hard R stuff and you feel like this is going to be tame, I wouldn't worry about it. it. It's still very engaging. Um, there's some like, uh, relationship stuff in it. There's some, definitely some mystery, a lot of world building, nice. um, a lot of suspense, um, a lot of mystery and it's 10 episodes and they're about, you know, 45, 50 minutes an episode and I'm ready for season two already. <laughs> I thought it was, it was really good. So how much of the graphic novel have you read? Oh, I've just really just kind of skimmed it. Hmm. How do you... Okay, when you say skimmed it, do you mean like you were able to glean most of the story or you just weren't paying yeah, that just, much attention? Yeah, just or, based on but, what I'd seen of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot gorier in the comic book. Okay, but you don't know details on like whether or not you'd be able to tell... Like if there's a twist or anything by yeah. the end based on the on the comics. Um no. Cool. No. That's interesting. <laughs> that you've done no research for that. Yep. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't watched all the show. Watched all the show. I, I really want to watch it. Yeah, no, it's it, good. It sounds yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started watching uh Stumptown mm-hmm. with Kobe Smolders. Mm-hmm. You start watching it with her? Yes, she comes that over. So she comes over all great. the time. Is it like a co- running commentary? Yeah, she's she. Like, oh, uh, in this scene. But she she does that. But she also bounces back and forth between uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's unfortunate. And uh, Agent Hill from Oh, that's the better. MCU. That's better. <laughs> that's better. As you know, you don't like not a fan of How I Met Your Mother. I and I still am not sure why. Yeah, I know people say that. Oh, and I have given it. More than a fair shake. So you it's you, you just don't like it. I just don't think the comedy is funny. Huh. Yeah. You don't like the relationships either, the story building, the you just don't you don't get it. I, I can't get past the bad comedy. <laughs> just like the bad jokes. I don't know. I'm I wouldn't say I'm particular with my comedy. Sure. Um like I love Scrubs. I think Scrubs is Scrubs is amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Arrested Development, you know? Um, we've started watching Schitt's Creek, finally. Good. I really liking oh, that. Oh, we can talk yeah. about Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. I love that show. Yeah. But How Much Your Mother just, just falls doesn't flat. Do it yeah, for yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's unfortunate that you are uh, getting into Schitt's Creek with the, the last season currently airing. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. So, well, but try to catch up. It's so, so freaking funny, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, now that is smart writing. I. Yeah. And same thing with like Modern Family. I think Modern Family is really smart writing. Like the way they, they, they. It's sort of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like how things tie together and, um, 
just like a lot of the, I don't know. It's just smart. It's just smart writing. Sure. That's really all I can say. Yeah. Ooh. You know, it also is smart. Hmm. This Woodenville cast strength. So we're drinking the non-Applewood Stave. The non-finished one. Non-finished At one. At 120.86 proof. Yeah. It doesn't drink like 120, I don't think. It doesn't. I think it's got all that flavor, but it doesn't have the alcohol heat or burn. Mm-hmm. It sort of starts creeping up on the finish, but um, it is still pretty easy. I like. Mm-hmm. I like a lot. And everything that I've had from Woodenville too has been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've not, not it's it's been in limited amounts, of course, but my sample size has been <laughs> yeah positive yeah, yeah at, totally at the very least. No, they are they are a, a distillery to keep an eye on for sure. Fred Minnick named it what his best not best whiskey of 2019 but he gave it some kind of accolade mm. Fred Minnick you dog <laughs> no I love you Fred yeah I think it's accolade worthy on the second one like with the nose I'm not picking up as much of the applewoodiness as I normally have with with this product you know, I don't know if it's just what we've had today or what, or if these samples are maybe from a few years ago or earlier in their life, but I think both of these taste a little bit younger than what I've had of Woodenville things. But really? They, yeah, they might just be completely the same age as everything else. This one tastes a little bit younger. I don't think that the, the first one did. Well, I got it on the first sip of the first one. Second sip, it was gone, mm. but... That was one of the first things that creeped in my head, like, hold on, this might be a little bit younger than what I'm used to tasting in a wooden sure. I guess I wasn't really paying attention to the age. I can kind of get that on the finish a little bit with mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, still really good. Yeah. But that's just something that kind of crept in the mind. Yeah. Again, I've not had anything bad from Woodenville. Even like their 90 proof stuff is good. You know, which is where where you might think it might fall short just because of the the lower proof. I think lower proof can show more flaws a lot of times. Sure, but their ninety proof stuff is uh, is pretty solid. Why do you feel that? What's that? That lower proof shows more flaws. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like proof. It's it's the guitar analogy. If you're not completely confident in your guitar skills, drown it in distortion. <laughs> kind of hide some of those flaws. Yeah. I feel like proof is the distortion. Lower proof is cleaner, where the flaws will be more prevalent. And higher proof is distortion, where you can get away with some of those little mistakes not reading because it's distorted. <laughs> I... Uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I don't know if I'm 100% on board with that, though, because, like, with a straight-out-of-the-barrel, I feel like it is that product at its purest, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like 
that is going to be the defining element or the defining way that you would be able to experience that whiskey. Well, I guess it also, I mean, I, I and agree the, with your analogy. The second half of that was the water is going to mask more of it. See, I feel like the water brings out undesirables potentially i think it, i think it depends on maybe on the distillery so this is my other thing like makers not a fan of makers 90 proof makers 101 hey makers cast strength hey yeah you know um all right fonzie hey. <laughs> uh um but but Woodford, like quiet fonzie yeah hey hey <laughs> in a library fonzie <laughs> um <laughs> It's my new character. Yeah, in the library, Fonzie. Hey. He just hits the card catalog and it opens up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, same thing with like decimals. <laughs> Woodford Reserve. Like Woodford Reserve is fine. It's fine. Sure. They're batch proof. I feel like is where it shines much better. And yeah. it's just turned up Woodford. So I feel like you water it down. You proof it down. A lot of times it can it can hurt hurt the product. Maybe yeah. it, maybe it's showing more flaws. I don't know. I am definitely not a distiller, so I, <laughs> I I can speak to no science behind it. Sure. And I and I might be barking up the wrong tree. That is an interesting question to to ask some distillers. You know. Um, I I guess it it does make me think of is it four roses that like they they water it down to like. 20 proof or 10 proof or something like that when they're doing all their tasting i think it might be in 40 proof okay yeah no 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 it is 40 proof. yeah yeah and and they just so i i can kind of see that being useful in that sense mm-hmm. i guess i just any more time <laughs> with that kind of thing yeah to figure out what it is that makes that the case because mm-hmm. it just doesn't I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would make sense, but at the same time, yeah, it probably does. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. And I would love to explore this this topic and get into the science of it all. You know, with distillers, they feel like there is a perfect proof to get it to, like they were doing with the with the birthday bourbon of last year. You know, she just kept tasting it at different proofs, different proofs, different proofs until like, ah, there it is. There's that magic proof. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. Are you talking about the 2018? Uh, let's see. We were at Bourbon and Beyond. We were at the latest Bourbon and Beyond, and she was giving Jackie a, was a, yes a talk about that. So oh, okay, no, so that would have been be, 2019. Yeah, 2019. I, I guess I'm thinking about the 2018 where it had the two different proofs, but those are like slightly different. It was like a 101 and a 10. Oh, it was like 956 and 96 yeah, 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 yeah. 8 or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. But un- the, <laughs> unrememberable. 2019 was like 106 proof, 107, something like that. It was it was over 100 and it wasn't the 101. Wasn't I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sitting here in front of us. It's way over there. <laughs> I could go get it, yeah, but, but again, you know what? I don't want to stand up. Exactly, and that would mean we would have to drink, and also it means that this right. is the time where we wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, we got stuff we got to do. We're busy men. Busy week. Busy people. week. It is a very busy week, yeah. and uh, 
I didn't say this up top, but the reason that Chad filled in, and of course, thank you, Chad, for mm. filling in, mm-hmm. but uh, Swan cracked a molar, yeah, and so he had to go to the dentist, and then Curtis was out of town this week as well, so I was scrambling and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Third option, so, right here, right here, no, folks. No, 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 no. Second option. Second option. Because okay. Curtis and Swan are lumped together. Oh, conjunct- first Okay, yes. okay, I got gotcha. you. Conjunctivitis. Conjunctivitis. Together. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, glad to be your second choice. Well, <laughs> you're making me feel bad, uh, but it, it's all right. You know that I always love having you on, and it's everybody right. loves when you're people on these just can't get too. enough. Just can't get enough. Barry. They're they're just high downloaded episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for listening this week. I, I like a you know every now and then kind of lower impact, looser get to hang out and chat, Absolutely. and drink some stuff. So. I uh, Chad, mm. you do a you do a thing on YouTube. I do. It's called a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> it's a show. You just set up a camera and yeah, whatever whatever comes to mind. In search front of you. show. Show come up. <laughs> Chad show. Chad show. That'll come up. <laughs> no, you do it. You do a bourbon show on YouTube. Yes, uh, it's bourbon night. YouTube.com slash it's bourbon night uh, is is what we do, and we go live on Sundays. Yes, and they can find you at it's bourbon night they everywhere. Can? Everywhere uh, at us, Bourbonites, Patreon, um, Instagram, and Twitter, and then uh, whiskeyambitions.com. I don't know why I set this up. Like, people listening didn't know that you do this because. Well, you know, you, you get new listeners all the time. Yeah, but here's the thing a lot of my new listeners usually come from your viewers because they just are like, oh, this guy's, do- he does another thing. He does a thing. He does a thing. <laughs> Why is he here? No, uh, but yeah, everybody go, of course, check out It's Bourbon Night. I'm on a few episodes. You are. Here and there. Mm-hmm. I need to find a, a special uncorking to bring over. Right, right, right. To, uh-huh. yeah. uh, us to do together. Because mm-hmm. it's show. not been since uh, we did the Stag versus Weller that I did an uncorking with you guys. Was that the last one? Uh huh. Thought it was like Statesman. Mm, no, the Statesman came out in like twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay, so you okay? I think I'd forgotten that you were on the Weller. Well, it was Stag versus Weller. Stag versus Weller. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was I, there. I can confirm. You I were was there, sitting right where you are, right here in the middle. <laughs> Currently. <so. laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. But I show up on lives every now and then, mm-hmm. too. This is true. This it, is true. Past couple times, I've been in a ref jersey. so <laughs> Which is what you normally wear. So it just Oh, made it's sense. my everyday garb. It yeah. just made sense. <laughs> it's the Normally, you come shirt. over and change. We're like, no, leave it on this time. It actually fits. The what, motif. What do, you, what do you mean? Is there a reason? <laughs> now, I, yeah, absolutely. Go check out everything that Chad and Sarah do. It's great. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, I am at pritter1492. If you want to follow the show, it is at my bourbon pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rate and review on the old iTunes podcast app, which is a great way for people to find the show if we are trying to get new listeners. Uh, so please do that. It's uh, super easy. It takes you a couple minutes right there as you're, as you're listening. You can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. You can be, become, you can become a member of our Facebook group, and you just search for this is my bourbon group on Facebook, and you can get in there. I've forgotten most of my plugs. This is good. <laughs>
uh, tag out. I'll take them. I'll take them from here. Okay, go you for can, it. You uh, can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you uh, can join in on the conversation. At the $5 level, you get the pregame chats and uh, extras like that on there. And lastly, I'm a big dumb stupid face. My oh, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you really suck it to me there. I went off script. <laughs> No, thank you all so much. Patreon is the the big one, of course, because it does help keep the show going every week, every month, every year, and it's a great community. Uh, while we're recording this, well, as of recording this tonight, we're going to be doing a Patreon hangout. So that's at the ten dollars tier. So if that's something that you are interested in, again, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. And uh, yeah, that does it for this week. There you go, Chad. Yes, thank you for being here. As, my as, pleasure. As not always, but as. Frequent. Frequent. (laughs) My pleasure. Indeed. Next week, Curtis and Swan will be back. I really think, maybe, I hope. As long as Swan is off his meds. As long as Swan doesn't fall and break his face open. Mm. Yeah. Also, congratulations, Swan. You're engaged now. You are engaged. Yeah, we should have talked about that up top. Anyway, all right, let's get out of here. How do you put a ring on a swan feather? I asked him that same exact question. Oh, man. Uh, He's got to wear it like a necklace. Okay. But on a on a chain. On a chain. Yeah. Well, that's good. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you next week. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is, this is my, my bourbon, bourbon podcast. podcast. Thanks. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. It's the Swedish chef cooking podcast. Oh, great idea for a podcast. Anyway, no.